Hey guys, Brandy here. So cold weather is here for a lot of us. And for many of us, that means dry, itchy winter skin. Instead of using the same old anti-itch products this winter, I challenge you to try something new. Tricom. Tricom works on skin irritations like the dry, itchy skin people get during colder months without the unwanted side effects of steroids. Plus, Tricom is backed by the itch-free guarantee. If Tricom does not stop your itch, you can mail them the empty tube and get a full refund. So if you have dry, itchy winter skin, get a tube of Tricom for your medicine cabinet, your car, or maybe even your desk at work. It's guaranteed itch relief that's five times more effective than hydrocortisone with none of the side effects of steroids. Find the white and blue box in the anti-itch aisle at Walmart, Walgreens, and your CVS pharmacy. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Today on my show, I have talk show host extraordinaire Steve Wilkos. What made you want, did you get into doing Jerry Springer because of your wife or is it something? No, that, I mean, uh, I met my wife on the show, so. Oh, so you know, he hired you for security strictly originally. Uh, the company did and uh, I just was there for one day and uh, one day, and I knew, you know, this was kind of a cool thing, like, you know, right. being on TV and uh, so they asked me to come back. I came back. Then uh, the guy that was running security, they fired him and they said, they, you know, do you want to run it? I said, yeah. Will you shave your head? Yeah. Will I do, you know, so I did everything they asked me to do. And then it got to the point I was making more money in TV than I was a cop. I was making right. $50,000. Oh, so you were still working as a police officer yeah. and doing it was, I, I told the story this morning. I would take my gun and shove it in a guy's ribs, you know, when I was mm-hmm. a policeman. Yeah. And th- you'd be like, oh, my God, Steve, can I get tickets to the Springer Show? I'm like, I have a 357 <laughs> pointed in your right. belly, you know, like, and they were happy about it. TV does crazy, it makes people, people yeah. like act so different. Yeah. And you're like, we would go, we'd go on a, a domestic violence scene and people were like literally bleeding and they would just stop and they'd be like, oh, is Jerry a nice guy? You, you know? know what you should be like, listen, give me your number. <laughs> yeah. the show next week. Right. We can get you on. Well, there was the one time I'm sitting in the front row and this guy's sitting on stage. And he looks at me, and we're you know getting ready to take the show, and he goes, "You don't remember me, do you?" I go, "No." He goes, "Maybe you lock me up," and I'm like, "Nah, mm. I locked up a lot of guys." You know? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean you were pretty busy on there. I mean, yeah. there's some crazy things. You know what's so funny? I never, you know, I don't watch the Springer Show only because I'm a dad and I'm busy. I mean, I watched it when years yeah. ago. I don't I, watch I, it now. Everybody did, right? And when I watch it, they run clips like in the studio of when I was on, and I'm like. It's so insane to watch those old clips and be like, how did that even get on the air? Like, <laughs> didn't the President of the United States say, we have to stop this? Because it was the craziest show in the world. It really time. was. Yeah. I mean, there were so many. There are, to right. this day, Jerry Springer jokes. Right. I mean, they bring him on Spring, as Spring a joke. Show right. broke out. You know. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, look at how old, hey, is, how old is he? He's 20 years older than me, so he's uh, 71. Wow. I thought he would have be older. Have you met Jerry? I haven't. He is the nicest man you will ever meet in the world. Oh, I mean, seriously. I'm not just saying that. No. He's the most well-mannered man. Uh, and, and even like my sons, I said, I've been in TV for 21 years now. I've never been late. I've never said, no, I won't do this. Like, I learned a lot from Jerry. And, and like, 
he, he'll have a mouthful of food be at a restaurant, and somebody will be like, hey, Jerry, can I get a picture, an autograph? And he's never said no. Never. I've never said no. I tell you, you have to. These are the reason. These people are the reason you're working. Right. And even if it's the most inconvenient time where you look like shit, you're coming out of the gym, you have to say yes. It's like the, the least First thing of all, you can do. To be in our position, uh, you know, most people, and I was saying coming in here today, most people have bad jobs. Yeah. Their jobs stink. They work for eight hours a day. They work 40 hours a week. They don't make a lot of money. You know, like, and they have pressure. They have bad bosses. I have none of those things. Right. I make a lot of money. I work a day and a half a week. And, you, you know. love what you do. Yeah. And, like, I, my food is laid out for me. My clothes are laid out for me. <laughs> so, like, if I complain about anything, somebody should slap me really hard across the face. You Remember know? that publicist yeah. over there. She dealt with me. She knows. <laughs> I, and, I, and, like any human being, I do complain about stuff, you know. Well, no, so. but then you get home and you're like, I'm an asshole. Right. Well, and, like, you know, you know, I'm talking about this guy. You know, what a bad job he has. This guy a bad job. And then I realized... I'm saying in front of people that have bad, bad jobs. That, you're right. Yeah, They're so getting I'm minimum like, wage. And yeah, yeah you know, right. Yeah. I feel the same way. I think that it's, we're so lucky, like you said, to be in the position that positions that we are. Um, but we take it for granted. Not, a lot of you times do. we take it for granted. Like, I'm like, I can't believe I got edited this way or it makes it look like this. And I'm thinking I wouldn't have my books, my podcast, right. my wine, all of this stuff. If it wasn't and, for this. And if, and if you, and I tell this, if you made a hundred million dollars a year, you want to make $110 million. Right. It, it's like, never enough. It's never, it's, you know, it's like you just, and, and, and like for me, I love the money. I'm, yeah. I'm all about the money. Me too. I don't care about, <laughs> I, I don't care about fame. I really no, don't. Like, I you don't know, either. I, I don't care about, I, I would rather have nobody know who I was. So I could punch you in the face and get away with it. <laughs> right? Right. Now, if I punch you in the face, you're going to sue me. You're right. not, not you personally, I'm saying. No, or you could get drunk right. at a restaurant and not have your picture taken, like myself. Uh, 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 just uh, saying. Uh, exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you, I said, anybody in this business, you become a whore. You Absolutely. Know, you're a whore yeah. if you're in the entertainment field. You know, uh, you put up with stuff that you probably never would do because you do it for the money. Right, absolutely. And yeah. I but I think that there are see that's the difference between well, you and I. I have to do it for the money. I have to, I'm a single mom. I take care of two little boys. I have to pay the rent. The women on my show are all incredibly wealthy. So, why are they doing? It's no. not for the money. It's no. for the fame. It's no. the opposite and, of why I'm, I'm doing, doing I'm it. Doing, yeah. So, it's that I don't understand. I don't think I'll ever understand. I think that they had everything else that money could buy them. So the only thing that they didn't have Spain? I mean, I'm trying to figure it and out. And don't get still. me wrong. Uh, you know, when me and my wife go somewhere and we don't have to wait in line. Oh, no. There's, yeah. You know, like, like, you know, we go to New York and we'll go to a play and, you know, everybody else is waiting in a block long line and, you know, they take us in and that's great. Yeah. No, of course. But if, if like I said, I go t- to be rich and be anonymous would be the way to go through life. I agree with you 100%. Although I do really like when the airplane people walk me through the airport. Yeah, but you're a good-looking woman. I, I mean, good-looking women, you don't have to be famous. No, people get pissed. Yeah, and but I'm, I'm like, I don't make you know, eye contact with anyone. I'm just I'm saying, like, when good-looking women, when I was a cop, I always wrote them a ticket, man. I, I've never gotten out of yeah. a ticket in my life. You know, because I'm Not like, ever. because they all expect it. And I'm just like, nah, man, you're getting it. You know, no, but I'm saying, ever. if you're a good-looking woman... You have the world, you know, your knees, man. You can do whatever you want if you're a good-looking woman. It is true. You know it's true. (laughs) You can get away with a little more. You could walk tonight. You can go on any bar and you could sleep with whoever you want to. (laughs) 
Oh, it's not. I mean, I mean that's don't a worry, fact. boyfriend. We're just pretending. Nine, and I said this morning, nine out of ten guys, and only because the tenth guy is gay. <laughs> the other nine straight guys, they're going to sleep with you, and they're not going to give you a hard time. If like, and you know, I've been married for a long time, but say if I was single, I'd have to like talk to you, right? I'd buy have to me buy dinner. You, drink. you would be doing I'd a have lot. To lie to you, <laughs> you know, like all this crazy stuff, you know. But you, you just say. You could walk up to any like, guy and go, you, do you want go. to go to my room and have sex with me? And they'd be like, yeah. You know what's so funny is I told my boyfriend this very same thing about, because he's a very handsome guy too. I said, either one of us could have sex with whoever we want to. I go, it's not about that. It's about not doing it. Yeah. That's for me. And like for him and not want, I mean, you're always going to want to do it a little bit. I think that's healthy, but just not doing it. Well, the thing is, I think if you find the right person, and I've been very fortunate with my wife. And it's so crazy because even when I'm around her, I'm like a 16-year-old boy because she'll come out of the bathroom naked, and I'm like, oh, my God, she's naked. <laughs> you know, like, I'm excited that's about good. that. Right. You know, so, like, After I know how I'm many not years? The, I've been with her 18 years, you know. Wow, that's so, awesome. So, and, you know. So she works out. Yeah. She, yeah she, I mean, <laughs> she, she's, she takes care of herself, and, you know. I think that's important, too. I'm Does she get ready for you, like, put on makeup? I think that's a... Something that what, a, tell me a woman like, that doesn't. And, well, no, a lot of women once they have their kids, they stop. They right, stay in their right. gym they clothes. They start wearing plan. They yeah. don't do their hair. They yeah. don't put on mascara. I'm like, girls, like uh, you want to know why he stays at work longer? Because you're not getting ready anymore. No, but and in, in, in fairness, uh, my wife runs two TV shows. Right, she's, so, you know. it's always nice to have like a woman that doesn't need you but right. wants you. I right. feel like it's very attractive yeah, to men. No. <laughs> no, but, but she wants to be with yeah. you, and that's why she's there. Yeah. But like, there's well, she married a cop. And that's why I said I I, I want to be obviously I want to be with my wife for the rest of my life, but she her friends used to rag on her for saying you're you're going to be happy married to a cop, like now if I was divorced or you know out in the market, what mo- I, I was telling Sarah I would wonder what somebody's motive was to be with me because obviously right. I'm well known I make a lot of money, oh hundred percent right so but when she got with me. Yeah, nothing. Just like well, me. You had, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So you know she's there for the right, right. reasons, and she doesn't need you because she's she she's, she's a boss bitch. Yeah. I like that, and that's what I. When I was married, I definitely a hundred percent depended on my husband for everything for finances. And now that I've been single for six years, I will never do that again, no yeah. matter what. I mean, I'm in relationships, but I'm never going to let. A and man I'm trying to do that me. with my daughter, like yeah. you know, to say, "Hey, man," and and my Always wife have is your very own thing. yeah. I'd just be independent, be strong, you know, don't be, nobody, man or woman. You know, I, I hate men when they like, oh, yeah, like uh, some of the people that we were talking earlier before we were on air, they're married to men that don't do anything. How can you be married to somebody that doesn't do anything? Well, a lot of these women that you're talking about, that person is their world. Like that, yeah. their, the man is their world, like, or vice versa. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Their husbands run their businesses. Right. They run everything. And like. I feel like some women need that. And just like some men need that. You know, I just. But how can you be a bum? No, you can't. I mean. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, uh, to me, it's it's like, do I, give me a saw. I want to cut my arm off right now. No, I don't want to do that. And right. I, don't, I don't want to be a bum. Right. No. And I think it's important that, I think, you know, a lot of times my parents were like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you grow up, you meet your man, you get married, you have kids. He goes to work. And I mean. That's old fashioned. Yeah. That's not how it's supposed to be anymore. But everyone's still thinking of this fairy tale idea that at twenty you get engaged and get married, and then the man brings home the bacon. That's those are the old ways. Well, and and, and, and let's face it, uh, the world has changed. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a time when 
you know, most people worked in a union-related job, and you got a retirement, and the wife could stay home. Right. I mean, most people have to, you know, the woman and My the man. still work. Right. They have to work, and they have to go out and support, and it's tough, you know? I mean, most people struggle to survive financially. Yeah, no, it's true. And I just, I, you know, I have a, a big um, female audience, and a lot of them have been cheated on, so there are a lot of single moms in, you know, my audience, and... I always be, I'm like, listen, you know, you lost yourself for a while. Now you got to get back on the horse, get out there, make sure you're an individual before you ever get into a relationship again and never lose sight of who you are. And I'm raising two little boys and I'm making sure that they know that like, just they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to get married and have a lot of kids. I'm like, no, okay. And I, and I do, and I, unfortunately I deal with a lot of single moms on my show. Um, uh, and I said, it's the hardest job in America is. is being a single mom, especially if you're like 19, 20 years old and you have two kids and, you know. I mean, daycare in itself is more it, expensive it, it, than, right. you, you, can't, you can't go to work. I mean, it's, it's so crazy. hard to get ahead. Right. It's, you know, you, you can stay home and then you have to get welfare or you can go to work and everything you make goes towards right. daycare. It's, it's, you know, it's really hard. And I'm trying to get involved in charities that help that. But I think it's important to just get that message out there that to young women, to stay I, in college. I, tell, I, I mean, my biggest thing, I tell, if you are a teenager, you know, yeah. your age life ends with eight, nine, you know, seven, you should not be having kids. No. Like, no way in hell. And people are like, oh, right, we're, we're 18 years old. But we have things married. like, like teen mom. Right. Which is, they promote it. Exactly. I yeah. cannot watch a show. I will never watch yeah. a show. I can't believe. I think that it's we're sick for having yeah. that show on television. You cannot be a good parent if you're still a child. No. Right? I mean, I mean it's makes, like kids makes raising sense. kids. Right. right. You but, can't do it. And then uh, put a TV camera in front of them. And First of all, it's being hard being a parent even at my age. My you know too. what I mean? Like, you know, you like, and, and I said, when I brought my daughter home, it was like, I always tell the story. I thought they gave me the atomic bomb. Here you go. <laughs> And I was like, what do you do with this? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, I don't know what to do with right? this. Your world so, changes. Yeah, you know. Um, and I was financially stable. I was mature, you know. And then, you know, and then I think if I was 20 and I had a kid, when I was 20, I was very immature. Well, we're living longer now. Yeah. I mean, the, my kids are like, when I'm 18, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. if I'm paying for things still, yeah, which I will exactly. be, you can't do yeah. anything. But, you know, we are going now into teenage years for my my well he's 11 but he's going to be 12 and at 12 today was our 15 yeah so because of the internet and everything that they're they have access just be to glad you don't have a daughter oh i trust me i have three oh. nieces i would i wouldn't kill myself because that's a horrible thing to say i i'm so glad i have boys but even my daughter's so 11 hard. and she looks like she's 18 oh god uh which is frightening yeah. you know it's, it's super terrifying uh, and she wants to be a model, this and that. And I'm just like, and we walked to the airport and I see grown men looking, looking at, at her. her. Checking and her I'm out. Just, I, and I'm like, oh my God. You well, know? I know. When I dropped my son off at middle school, I was like, these girls have boobs and they're wearing makeup. Like, <laughs> and they, they got like half shirts on. Yeah. And I was like, this is, it's so it starts. And so, so your son has grown up in a great time. Oh, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, no, but actually this is, um, brings up something I, the other day I walked into his bedroom and he was Skyping and they Skype on these video games and I heard a grown man, a grown man's voice. Okay. That's scary. On Minecraft. Yeah. It's, a, it's a game yeah. for kids. Oh, I know. My son. Yeah. Was, he was in Minecraft. Now it's uh, some other game. I There's so many, but I mean, Minecraft but, is and, one and of them. And it's one of the things. So we do on my show, we do uh, once a year, we do a teen show. And basically what we're doing is exposing uh, the children 
and uh, parents to things that are out there on the internet, predators, the, the thing that you just talked about. Yeah. There's men that are pretending to be 18 years yes. old and they're 55. And, and they use a picture of a cartoon. Right. And, and they're the, trying to... And, and I said, uh, when we were growing up, you couldn't get in your house because no. there was no internet. Now anybody can, you Thank know. For him. Thank you. No, it's true. And I was like, who is that? And then... He goes, oh, that's seduce. He goes to my school. He's 15. I said, there's no 15-year-olds in middle school, Mason. I go, and that kid is not, or right. that voice was not 15. And then Mason had exactly what to, verbatim to say. He got held back for two years. Like, And I was like, you are lying to me. He's traced yeah. to my face. And he starts crying. And he's like, I don't know who it is. His name is Seduce. Seduce? Oh, and I'm like, what? Yeah. I lost my shit. Yeah. I called all of his friends' moms. I mean, and we have parental controls on our computer. They find a way around them. Yeah. And these people can log on and pretend they're it's, 15. It's a scary world. And I'm like, and he's talking to all little boys. Yeah. I 11 mean, year old boys. I wanted to get a gun and, and go kill somebody. Well, and, you know, here's the thing like, with my, in, when I was a policeman, which to me just was a, another lifetime ago. But doing my show and so many people that come up to me and say, hey, you know, I was a victim of sexual abuse or it, it's, it's, I, I could, you know, it's crazy it happened so much and you better be on top of your stuff. Yeah. Like you better know, like you're walking in your son, you hear some guy, you know, you better be aware of you that. You have to know. Because otherwise bad things are going to happen. You, but you think you, I thought I was, I thought I was on top of it. And then I hear this guy's voice because right. he didn't know I was walking into his room and I'm like, shit, I mean. Mason believes this guy's 15. This guy's not 15. I have my assistant checking every... We shut this guy down. I mean, right. I'm gonna, right. He lives in Canada. I'm going to kill that motherfucker. Hey, I, uh, my son, my daughter, she's uh, going to be 12 uh, in April, and she has an iPhone. And let me tell you something. I go through that me phone too. all the time, man. Yep. I'm looking at who she's talking to, what she's talking about. I want to know everything. And some people are like, oh, you got to get privacy. No, nope. I'm not. Not at all. But here's the thing. My kids are now technologically smarter than I am. Like, they know how to hide shit on the phone that I'm like, wait, how? Wait, that, what is this? And I call them to help me with the computer. So <laughs> right. I might need to take a class because yeah. Mason will say, like, oh, I'll just open a new account with a new I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm like, I can hear you. <laughs> this isn't happening. I'm like, this is for your protection. But this just happened. So I really flipped out. I was just like. Wow, I am not really as in control of the situation as I thought I was. And you know what? Truthfully, in life, you can't you can't be in control of any you know everything. I know. I mean, there's things you can't even control in your own life. I you know, know what I mean? Yeah. Let alone your kids' life. So you just you know you try to do the best you can, and you hope for the best. Yeah, you got. You have to give them the right tools and make sure. I always say. I'm not going to get mad at you if you tell me the truth. There might be repercussions, right. but I'm not going to get mad. Like, So we have a pretty open dialogue in my house. But to lie straight to my face, I was like, about some guy on the internet? I was, I really went, yeah. lost it. Man, you just, you just hope that you're raising good people. Right. I said, you know, it, it, like everybody, oh, my kid's a genius. Yeah, okay. All of our kids yeah, are yeah, genius. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's kid's a genius. They're the best. Mine you know, are getting seeds. I say my son's the you know, next Mickey Mantle. But the truth of it is, as long as he's a good person and he shows compassion. And, and one of the proudest moments I've had as a father was we were on vacation. And you know that dog commercial where the dogs are in a cage and they're abused? Oh, yeah. Right? I so my son is watching that commercial and he starts crying. Aww. And I said, you know what? I'm doing something right here because that kid has empathy. Yep. You know, he has a feeling, conscience. Right. Uh, yes. So... Whatever, and, and I'm not perfect. No, me. no, no, I'm, none of us are. You know, uh, I make a lot of mistakes. We in all life. do. But the one thing I do know is that my kids are good kids. 
they have feelings, they have emotions for other people. They, you know, so I'm doing something. Yeah, no, I feel that way too. I mean, my, my little one is a little tougher than my big one because he's got the little brother syndrome. And so he's always like, right. he'll, I'm like, why did you punch your brother? He's like, well, I knew he was going to punch me at some point. I'm the little brother. <laughs> so I, I believe me, I get it, man. So like, he's like really tough. Yeah. But my eldest, he's like, he loves animals and he always feels, he wants to bring every dog home we see. Yeah. And I'm like, we have two rescues already and I hate them. I, they're assholes, my rescues, but I love them and I hate them. It's that love hate. They bite well, because they, bark, they, they chew pee. and they pee and they. You I, and know. they're not fixable. I've right. tried to fix them. They're yeah. they're rescued. The people like turned them over for a reason. Yeah. But we're saving them and it's fine. So tell me a little bit more about your show because we're talking about our families. What's the craziest guest you ever had on your show? Well, I mean, the craziest moment, and it really kind of probably launched me into a, a different level where people were more aware of my show was we had a, a woman that came on the show, and she thought that her daughter was poisoning her. And, you know, interviewing the daughter, 99% of the time, I know when somebody's lying to me. And I right. can t- t- tell you. Even without a lie detector. Just looking at you. And we were on the Playboy channel. How about it yesterday? Oh, I, yeah. They did this stunt like I had to guess who. And before they even told me the story, I picked out each person, what they did. Wow. Without, without even opening their mouths. Right. I just have an innate talent for that. That's good. What were we talking you got to come to our show. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Oh, no, about my show. Uh, so this woman, uh, she believed that her daughter was poisoning her. And the, the young woman seemed so sweet. She was like 18 years old. I'm like, man, there's no way this woman's poisoning her right. mom. And she was pouring bleach in her mother's uh, oh orange God. juice every morning a little bit. And so the mother was getting sick. Uh, so she comes on the show. takes She fails, right? Well, you know, like I don't know how much you know about your space and hair. Well, in the back of my set at the time, there was a wood crate, and it had a metal serrated bowl on it, you know? I never saw it in my life. Well, the woman, the girl fails. The mom goes nuts because her daughter right. is poisoning her. She picks the bowl up and throws it at the daughter, but hits me in my oh, face. So I'm like, and I, at the time, thought, oh, my God, my eyes just came out of my head. Right. You know, like, you know, I couldn't see. My wife, who hates being on TV, ran up on stage. Oh, we're going to take you to the hospital. I'm like... No, this is a great story. We're going to finish, you know. <laughs> so, like, then I go into my green room, and Larry's like, don't worry. We're going to take that whole bowl out, you know. I go, are you crazy? I go, <laughs> leave that in. That's the best thing in. that ever happened. It was the highest rated show we've ever done, and I said, send her a dozen roses, you know. Right? Yeah. And it's, so yeah. what happened to the daughter? Did but you, I, like- well, I'm sure she went home, and I, I don't know. like <laughs> Just continued our, killing her uh, mom. But, no, I'm sure. Uh, we do follow up with our guests. Do like, we don't just. Send right. you home, and you know, so we follow up with you. We get you help, whatever you need. But um, yeah, so like, and I don't want to get hit with any more bowls. No, obviously. So they screwed it down. You know, they right. bolted it down, and now it's gone. I don't even know where it's at. So, Some, if somebody wants to throw something, they will find something to throw. I kind but of they take that. shoes off. You yeah, know? they and, will. It, yeah. you just it's coming no yeah. matter what. And I and I'll tell you. I must be getting old because she wound up with that bowl, and and the next thing I know, I was on the ground, man. You know, so like you didn't even see it coming. It might. It felt like my head exploded. Like I saw this bright light, oh my God. and I was like, mm, I hope Yikes. my eyes still in there. Well, I'm not sure if I want to do this now. <laughs> I just want like the women who have been cheated on. Like I wanted yeah. the, like the feminine. I version do like of that. the more. I like the more, and and I say, and I don't try to downplay cheating because if you're cheated on. Your feelings right. obviously it's, it's are like, yeah. hurt. It's like a death. But because I deal with people that fail for killing their own child, right. uh, raping, child abuse, 
so that when I do a story of uh, you know Cheaters. infertility, right? It's it's almost like a day off, right? And it's I a you know, and I and it's so much easier, you know. So yeah. I do like doing that. Type the of the show. baby daddy ones and are you cheating ones? Yeah. those are the ones that I always loved, and I like the makeover yeah. ones too. I said the day Maury retires, I'm doing DNA every day for the rest of my Seriously? life. Seriously. Yeah. No, you, I mean, no. you could, well, everyone wants to know. Right. And I, I'm I, saying, like, I'm not doing any more child molestation. I'm not doing any no, more. No, that's depressing. Sit, I right. Mean, but you know what? People, people watch. love it, man. It's like, it's like watching a train wreck very slowly. Right. Yeah. So we can't get enough of yeah. it, unfortunately. But yeah, but, I want to do the cheating every day. Yeah that, yeah. that for me would be like, I would just have so much fun with we that. Had, we had a girl the other day, uh, and she came out, and she's super attractive woman. And uh, her, her uh, boyfriend goes, She's sleeping with her family member. I know it. And guess what? She She failed. She was sleeping with her family member. And I'm like, you're pretty good looking. Like you, right? (laughs) Like you could have anybody, right? Like you know, my theory of you know going into the bar and you know pick nine guys out and they're all going to sleep with you. She could have nine guys. And she wanted a brother, yeah, her cousin. Well, I'm kidding. For legal reasons, I can't say who it was. Right? I get, I get what you're saying. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So I think that everyone that knows me knows I love to cook, but I find myself getting caught in the rut of making the same old thing all the time. So I found this company called Plated, and it's so exciting and new, and it made me really think outside of the box. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you about it. Now, this company is for busy people who love cooking fresh, exciting new dishes, but just don't have the time to drive all over town searching for chef-quality ingredients. So here's how it works, actually. You just go to plated.com slash brandy, my name, and you choose from the amazing array of chef-designed recipes each week. They never repeat a recipe, so there's always new recipes. So let's say this week's recipes, you won't ever see them again, (laughs) but you can keep that card and make them as many times as you'd like. You may have seen me post some pictures on Twitter of the last thing I made from Plated, and it was so good. I made the gnocchi with braised chicken, and I got so many likes on that dish, including one from my boyfriend. He was sitting across the table from me. He's like, I love this. Why don't you always cook like this? I said, because I kind of am used to cooking the same old thing. So it is nice to get out of a rut and out of your comfort zone. And the greatest thing about this is that they give you the exact amount of ingredients that you need. So they give you everything you need. It's all pre-portioned and you don't waste a thing. You use it all. It's, you know, cut by number. It's cut and paste. It's easy. The Everything is laid out for you, what you need to do. It's on the back down to the second. It's amazing. The other great thing is they deliver everything to your door, the fresh meat, poultry, fish, family, fresh vegetables, spices, everything you need on the date you choose. And if you're not home, don't worry about it because it comes in this great refrigerated box that will stay cold for up to 24 hours. So say you're at work, you don't get home till eight and they deliver it in the morning. You're good. Your meal is going to be just fine. So what I want to tell you is to prepare chef quality meals in 30 minutes or less, like I did last week, check my Twitter feed. It's that easy. Hurry over to plated.com. That's P-L-A-T-E-D.com slash brandy right now. And you'll get your first four meals for free. That's four meals. This is basically guaranteeing that you're going to love it. They have that much faith in their products. 
I loved it, and if I like it, you have to like it. So go to playdo.com and slash brandy to get your first four meals free. It's a really cool thing, and it just takes you out of your cooking comfort zone. And I'm excited for you to try it. I'm excited to hear your feedback. Go to plated.com slash brandy, plated.com slash brandy, plated.com slash brandy. To the runners and lifters, to the weekend warriors and triathletes, injuries are a fact of life. If you don't want to slow down for ice therapy, get Arctic Ease Instant Cold Wraps. You've never experienced anything like Arctic Ease before. It's cold therapy you use while you're still active. Run, bike, lift, and keep your joints or muscles wrapped and cool. I actually had Fraxel on my hands the other day, and I put them around my hands, and it cooled the burn, and I felt really good. Sounds weird, but, you know, I find a way to use everything. Arctic Ease wraps stay in place while giving you similar recovery benefits to ice therapy. The surprising thing is there's no freezer needed. The sleek design fits comfortably and with no bulky ice. They're reusable, that means you're saving money, clinically tested, and proven effective. Just put Arctic Ease on and you have targeted instant cold and compression therapy where you need it before, during, and after exercise. For pain, swelling, and injuries, you can safely use Arctic Ease for instant, long-lasting cold compression therapy, even while you're training. You've got to try this to believe it. It really does work. So don't put your training on ice. Get reusable Arctic Ease cold wraps at CVS Pharmacy and get instant cooling relief when and where you need it. Or visit arcticease.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with a very tall, bald, and handsome <laughs> Steve Wilkos from the Steve Wilkos Show. He has one of the fastest growing television shows as far as the numbers go on daytime TV today. It's the only show that has grown every year for the past eight years. It's so, amazing. Yeah, I was looking at the numbers last night, and it's really unbelievable. And I, as I told you, I hadn't heard of the show. And right. to then get into it, I was just like, you you must be. What's your, what is your secret? <laughs> what are you doing that we're not doing? Well, like I said, you know, in daytime TV, everybody chases the one thing. And mostly it's uh, celebrity-driven. And I do a show that... Uh, I cover topics that what a policeman encounters in his shift. And so I'm the only show out there doing that. And uh, Damori Povich, who does the DNA, and Jerry does the love triangles. So we all have our little niches. And, yeah. you know, um, and I said very talented people the last couple of years who have been given shows, Bethany Frankel and uh, you know, Rosie O'Donnell, uh, Ricky Lake, and they've all failed. Right. And, and, Way bigger names than I'll ever be, and you know, much more talented. But well, don't don't sell yourself short. Well, but I'm I, I, they're you, just you know, very very famous. You know, they're they're very recognizable right. names. And and they've all Katie Couric, yeah, uh, Jeff Probst. You know, all these people in the last couple of years, and they've all failed. Um, and I I do think there is uh, room for the common man. And me, I mean, I'm not a celebrity. I'm, I mean, maybe now because I have a show. Right. But what I'm saying is, 
I was a Chicago policeman who got a TV show. You're relatable. Nobody gets that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, most people, they're on a show or they're in a movie or they're a singer and they become, you know, a talk show host or something. Me, like somebody just called me up one day and said, hey, we're giving you a show. That's awesome. (laughs) It's kind of awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's not bad. I'm not complaining. I mean. And I told you earlier, if I complain, nobody would care anyway. I'll hit you now. Now that we're friends, I'll just like reach across the table and smack you. I'm kidding. I won't. And so you love to golf. You love cigars. You're like a, you're like a guy's guy. You love the bear. Like, what is something that you haven't done that you really want to do? Um, and, and my me, and my wife, uh, we talked about. Uh, we just want to travel. We want to go to every place that you know I've never been. Um, and my 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 goal though is to have. Uh, a dream house someday, right? Uh, to build and design, and, and in and Connecticut, where you are? No, now? it's not going to be in Connecticut. It's going to be in uh, Coronado, San, oh, okay. uh, San Diego. Hopefully. Oh, I love San yeah, Diego. I, love, I was a marine there, and so I fell in love with it. And we go back, and we stay at the hotel, the Coronado. I love. And San Diego. Uh, so that's my dream, and like that's that's what I'm. So that means you're going to have to start shooting your show out here. Well, I'm going to not do it forever. I'm going to retire at some point. Well, so you must be making a ton of money then. I do okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I make I mean, more than a cop. You know, it's hard now. It's hard. Is it hard for you with the subject matter of your TV show to get advertisers? Because, I mean, a lot of times for me on this podcast, because I am unfiltered, it's not as family friend- friendly as a lot of the other podcasts. So it's hard for me to get advertisers. Do you ever experience that? Well, that's one part of business that I normally don't have to deal with. Right, but right. I do know like uh, a lot of lawyers advertise on my show, uh, yeah. technical schools, things of that nature. Because um, the truth of it is, if you have an audience, right. somebody's trying to reach it. Right. And they're going to pay to be on it. So um, I, I think my show makes pretty yeah, good money. They're speak- yeah, yeah, they're speaking to the Obviously, they're right. making money. I mean, you're not they don't bring you back every year unless no, they're making money. So, yeah. No, if they're losing yeah. money, you're gone. Yeah. You're, back at, you're back being a cop. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, what brings you to L.A.? Why are you here with me? Well, because like anything, you have to promote your show. Right. You got. Uh, we've been on for eight years. and. Uh, KTLA uh, Channel Five here in LA, who you know they wanted me to come out and do some things, and uh, my publicist, you know, when we come out, she tries the to pretty get me lady on. sitting behind She's him. She's very pretty lady. It's not his wife. I made that mistake and, earlier. And she got me on the uh, what was the what was the Playboy Playboy TV, Playboy TV and that oh. was pretty awesome. I've done the Playboy radio show before. I mean, they have some hot chicks in there, and you and get to naked. pick out. Yeah, you get to pick out what boob who has the best boobs, and you're like, I'm like. Wow. And I'm like, it wasn't as fun a couple for me. weeks ago, I was at MLB, uh, MajorLeagueBaseball.com, or, and we were in the studio, and like, I'm the biggest baseball fan in the world. And then I went to Playboy, and I'm like, okay, this is where I want to work. <laughs> Forget Major League right? Baseball. You well, know. you kind of have the best yeah. of both worlds. Yeah. It's like sports. Yeah. Set, like, I think with like men. Like, if both studios were next to each other. Yeah, I'd, you'd I'd be like. Really <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> I'm sure your wife loves yeah. to hear that. So, do you know a baseball player? He's my new friend. Um, we did Apprentice together named Johnny Damon. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I played with Johnny I love Damon. love Johnny. Uh, in uh, David Wells' uh, charity. He's a, he's a real cool dude. And talk about a guy that scores amazing-looking women. Well, his wife, Michelle, yeah. who's pregnant with their, like, 18th kid, um, she's always knocked up, yeah. um, is gorgeous. Yeah. Stupidly yeah. gorgeous. And, the, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. And he's, and he's really a cool guy. He's the nicest, yes. sweetest, yeah. like, yeah. so, like, soft-spoken, and then he turns on his rock music, and he's like, Rah! I'm like, he is just the coolest guy ever. Like, when people say, oh, is he, like, a pompous asshole? Right. I'm like, he's no, not. He's not. And that's why he's I He's a super I nice guy. Yeah. But you know who I just ran into at the airport was Mike Tyson. <gasps> he's my friend. 
excited. I met Mike. Okay, I'm so excited. Right. And and he's, he's my uh, new friend. And, 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 and I went up to him and I'm intimidated, right? Because this guy is the baddest guy on the yeah, planet, right? he bit right? an ear off. Right. Like, <laughs> and he could he's beat, got a tattoo on his face. He could beat anybody up, right. you know? So I went up to him like, you know, Mr. Tyson, you know, can I get a picture with you? And he was so soft-spoken, so nice. And he goes, uh, I, I said, you know, I was on Jerry Springer's show. He goes, yeah, but you got your own show now. And I'm like, it made me oh, so happy that he, he, is so, yeah, he watches yeah, Housewives. Yeah. Like, my friend Bert did a movie with him just now, the Spiders movie. Right. And so Bert calls me and it's like, hold on, someone wants to talk to you. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's, I, it sounds like a little kid. Right. Like, <laughs> that wasn't okay that yeah. well. And so he's like, oh, I love Housewives. And, and we're that's... talking about Housewives <laughs> with Mike Tyson. Yeah. And after for like 20 minutes. And I was like, I had to call my dad. I called my brother, and they're like, "Shut well, up." Well, it's Mike Tyson. Yeah, he, like there's like there's a few names in this world that you can say that everybody knows. Yeah. Michael Jordan, right? Mike Tyson, Tiger Woods. You know, like if you Tiger can suck it, but yeah, yeah. well, you know, he doesn't but. do too bad either. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> he probably sucks it every day. No, uh, yeah, I, no. I, wish, I wish I could golf like Tiger. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even after his eyes and everything, like I just right. am not a Tiger fan. But yes, you he's know really good I'm, I'm, at golf. And, and I'll say this. Uh, I don't like to speak ill about anybody. I really don't. But Tiger Woods, uh, the reason why he got out it is because he's not very nice to no, people. No, he's not nice to people. And Mike is nice to people. Right. Like, and and, and, and I said, nice. and I'm, I'm not going to mention any names, but there were celebrities in Chicago that were huge, huge celebrities that slept with everybody. Right. And they were married. Right. And nobody ever said a word. You know why? Because they were nice. nice. When you are not nice to people, guess what? They're coming after right? you. And Tiger Woods. You're a target. You know, I mean, I just, I I know uh, some of the policemen that uh, I worked with in Chicago, they were on his bodyguard detail, and they said the guy never picked up a check, never. You could see that about him just watching him play, though. He doesn't seem He never smiles. And what I hate is, like, even, like, you and me, we're talking and we're having a good time. Every time he did an interview. He's stiff. Yeah, he's like, you know, like, he's pissed off. I'm like, dude, you play golf for a living, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. like the, the, the only better job that, than I have. Well, you know? that's why he had this other life, because he couldn't be right. who he really was, because he had to put on this perfect persona. And so he went and had the life he really wanted to have with other women. But how about the girl, uh, the waitress from... Um, the Denny's. I think it was the Denny's he was having an affair with, I mean, right? there's so many. There was, what, like right. 15 there was, of them? Right, but the one said, they go, did he ever buy you anything? She goes, he bought me a six-inch sub. Not even a 12-inch. <laughs> like, that's all he spent on her oh was this. I mean, the guy makes $100 million a year. He bought her a six-inch. He wouldn't even get her to 12-inch. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, he probably gave her the 12 inch, if you know what I mean. That's and, I heard, time. I, and I heard Tiger's uh, well endowed. So. Yeah, that's the rumor, but yeah. that doesn't give him, well, you can suck at Tiger. Anyway, <laughs> um, well, so now I've lost, you know, lost track of <laughs> You're what I'm talking about. Tiger. Like, oh, wow. I mean, he really does come off yeah. like just above, like he's better than everyone else. And that's. That's one thing and he that was. I can't handle. And at one point, he was better than everyone at golf. Well, he's a better golfer, but about, you still and, like, and, have to be a proper and, and, person. But, and that's what I say about Mike Tyson, how cool it was. Here, Mike Tyson was the best. Bo- like, I love Muhammad yeah. Ali. I met Muhammad Ali. I've met Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player. Ever. I'm in LA right now. I don't care. Kobe, Will Chamberlain. <laughs> Michael Jordan is the, the best. best. Yeah. Uh, what's, uh, LeBron. He's not the best. Mm. Michael Jordan's the best. 
Mike Tyson was the, the greatest. Evander Holyfield of, was pretty good, but just because and you I think Evander, of Evander right. when you think of Tyson, yeah. because of the whole ear biting. I mean, they can knock guys out in eighteen seconds, man, like left and right, man. But he paid his dues. But so, I mean, what, so my point is, you meet Mike Tyson, you walk up to him, and he's a super nice guy. You ain't walking up to Tiger Woods, he ain't taking a picture with you. No, you know what I mean? Like that ain't. Him. They put off this like this, and like, do not right. come near me. Right. Yeah. So. No. Well, that's. I mean, I think in the world you kind of get back what you put out there. And if you put out there this really rigid, not, you know, nice person, you're getting that back as he did. So having said that, we're obviously so likable. (laughs) I actually get so much hate, but I swear I'm a good person. Um, Do you experience that on your show? Do you ever get like, are you on social media? Um, I'm not on social media. And I made the mistake uh, when I first got my show. I read the emails every day that came in. Don't. So you would get a thousand emails telling you how great you are, which you, you don't even you, you don't, don't care. You don't hear it because you hear the three that the say three that you're you know you're horrible. a bad guy. Uh, you you know I'd love to kick your ass. Like those three, you focus on. And you can't forget right. it. Right. So after the first Look year. Look at the chills. I, You're so right. Yeah. I just said, I go, I'm never reading another email. I don't, I'm not on social media. I'm not, I have email, of course, uh, just because of That's work. That's what and, you're saying. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. I don't have anything. Nothing. I don't want to be on it. I don't want to be out. I don't want to be, you know, out there, you know, like. No, it's t- it's too, right. it's a job in and, and of itself. Is, if you, uh, and I, I, I say this all the time on my show, if you're on Facebook and you're in a relationship, you're, you're in cheating. danger. You're in danger. Not if, if, whether, whether you're cheating Possibly. or not. You, so an ex-boyfriend from eight years ago that you went to it's high school blow with. You up. And you know what? He looks real yeah. good right now and your yeah. husband's being an asshole. And yeah. especially men, I, I find, I'm like to the moms, there's like mommy groups on Facebook. I'm like if your husband's on Facebook, you need to worry. Yeah. And you need to check his inbox. Like, that is, I said Facebook should be called trolling.com. I call. I used to call it fuckbook. Yeah. And I mean, I called it fuckbook in my book. So it's not <laughs> yeah. really, I mean. And you know, it like, really it's was. good for like my mother who wants to see or pictures of her. family. Right. But if you're a guy, you know, and you're out there connecting with women, like, and people like, they try to justify it. Well, I was just, I was just talking to her. Well, why are you talking to right. her? Right. Because if you're talking to it, another it starts, woman. It starts you, a conversation that wouldn't you have been sex. started. It wouldn't have started had it not been for this social media. I have a big issue with my boyfriend's Facebook because he has to do it for work. Because like, he's in, uh, in the industry, right? Uh, he's a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, for work, yeah. like, there's all these models right. on it. I was like, I, I'm like, this one's gone, this yeah. one's gone. Yeah. But I, I, I have to do it for work. People write the most vile like emails. Like, you should die. Right, like, I'll, I'll kick your ass. You think you're so tough. I'm like... I'm going after child molesters. Right. And you're mad at To help the like, world be right, a better place. Like, and like guys are like, I'll kick your ass, this and that, you know. I okay. mean, I, I can't tell you how many people that I have to block and report. And like, I had a death threat. Yeah. And then, like, people know where I live. Yeah. I'm just getting things to the house. I have two kids. I'm saying, I live by myself with two kids. Right. Boys. Like, yeah. I sleep with a knife by my bed. I mean, that's, we have cameras and an alarm. But, of course. You know, I'm renting the house. I put all that in because it's our safety. And I know I'm right. going to lose all that money when I leave. Right. But it's scary. Hey, man. Especially in this town. The, only, the most thing you want to protect in this world is your kids, man. No. And Mason's like, are you really going to use that knife if someone comes? Like, oh, you bet your ass I am. I'm like, I'm going down with a fight. And you know what? Like I said, I'm fortunate. I'm 6'3". I weigh 250 pounds. You know, I know how to fight. Right. People don't really mess with me, man. No. I mean, I, have, <laughs> you know? I mean, listen, I took self-defense. My brother taught me some things. Yeah. He wanted to give me a stun gun, but I'm too afraid to have the in my house with the, my kids. They're gun-obsessed. 
Like they play, you know, all of these stupid war games. But when and, you're on public, everybody's nice to you, right? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's different. Though. On public. Eye to eye celebrities. People, it's like, right. it's overwhelming. It's like, oh, wait. Oh, I love you. Yeah. I was mad at you, but I really, can I get a picture? Right. But D- it's because only Because cowards internet. hide behind yeah. a computer. Yeah. When I'm in public, nobody ever says, you suck. Nope. Uh, I hate you. You know, it's always, hey, Steve, you know. And I'm sure there's people that do look at me and say, that guy sucks. But they don't say they're it to they're my face. No, because they're cowards. And, and I'm saying, like, with you, like, yeah, the people say whatever. But they'll never say it to your face. No. They're, you know, like, they're, uh, ni- they're nice to you. I, mostly they cuss at me because I cuss a lot on the show. But right. even though in my normal life, I don't cuss that much. Yeah. But everyone's like, I fucking, fucking love you. I fucking right. I'm like. I don't use that word yeah, as much right. as you guys think I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay, but yeah. I notice that like across the board, like people with pearls on and like an Izod shirt, very conservative, will come up and drop the f bomb, and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. That's well, not like what I do. I always like, hey. got when the, this with the Springer show was always. Um, I don't watch the Jerry Springer show. Nobody ever admitted to watching the Jerry Springer <laughs> show. Like a hundred million people a day was the number one watch show in the world, but there was not one person that admitted. It got a really, I mean, it got a. It was it was it, it, it was, it, it a was, tra- it was trash. Trailer park, all this crap. Well, but everybody come up and they're like, uh, I don't watch the Jerry Springer show, but you're Steve, right? And I'm like, how the hell would you know that? Like, right? if you don't watch the show, you know? And, and people are like, well, what? Tra-? And, and and this is like, I always told my wife, I go, thank God I got my own show because. When I was on the Springer show, I always get, what trailer park do you find these people from? And I'm like, they're people, man, that wow. just aren't as fortunate as yeah. we are. Exactly. Like, my, my parents are still married. They've been married, you know, 50 some odd years. Mine and too. They love me. And, you know, my dad, I still listen to my dad. I don't have earrings or tattoos because he'll beat me I, up. If I, I don't have it. tattoos either. I think yeah. there's only two people left <laughs> yeah. on this earth and, without and tattoos. I was in the Marines and I don't have tattoos. Yeah, so, no, that's serious. Uh, you know, so I'm very fortunate. But what I love, and it, it does give me a sense of, okay, I'm doing something with my life. People come up to me and say, man, I love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. You're getting respect. And people are just so positive about it. Like, we, we love the positive approach of the show, the, the you know, what the show stands for. Right. And, and, and that makes me feel good. I mean, you you're, know? Doing, you're doing a service, really. I mean, we, we need to be aware of these things. Yeah. We don't need to be aware of baby daddies and love triangles, but it's fun. But it's entertainment. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's why I said, like, with the Springer show, it serves a purpose. You know, it's to be entertaining. It's escape. Right. When you watch TV, I said, you know, if you're, what, what, what do you want to watch? ISIS cutting guys' right? heads off or big, or laugh? I mean, I'd rather, I, I'd rather laugh. Right. And ISIS is on Twitter, by the way, which is so, <laughs> right. I mean. That's, that's our biggest threat in this country is I mean, ISIS. I know. Yeah. I know. And it gives me chills that they're, like, they're on social media. Like, they're. They could be in this building right now I know. and you wouldn't know it. I, it is so crazy. Yeah. I Like, that's what scares me now. Like, you said you want to travel with your wife. Our world is at war. It's, it's, it's scary about where you're going to go. It is really yeah. scary. Planes are going down. Yeah. Missing. I mean, Missing. this like, did not happen find, before. They, right. they, don't, they can't they're even find gone. a plane. Yeah. yeah. It didn't exist. And I'm yeah. thinking, oh, my God, this is like, and it's getting worse and worse yeah. and worse. And I just feel like, God, this is my kids. In L.A., it's like a bubble. You know, they think everything's, you know, celebrity news and all of these stupid things. And. I, my boyfriend's really into politics, so I watch all of these shows with him, and it gets me very depressed because I know about all these things going on, and sometimes I wish that I didn't know, but I know knowledge is power. But having said that, it's fucking depressing out there. Well, what depresses me, and especially about politics, is that there's no more middle anymore. You know, there's, there's either you're crazy to the left or you're right. crazy to the right, 
and it, you know nobody works together anymore, and we're just you know. Well, Democrat used to be the middle. Right. It was a Republican uh, Democrat, and then yeah. at the, uh, But now there's right. no there's no uh, compromise whatsoever, and uh, you know it's like uh, when people would talk about George Bush and he's an idiot, he's this, and I, I never heard one person say, "Oh, that's terrible." Now they say about Obama, "Oh, they're racist, they're this and that," and I'm like. What are you talking about, man? Like, he, you know, are yeah. you crazy? So my thing is, I just would like, uh, and, and, and here I am a cop, and I'm all for gun control, okay? Yeah. I don't think anybody Absolutely. needs a magazine with 30 rounds of bullets in I agree it with you. and, you know, walking around. And I, and I told my wife after that Newtown massacre, I said, if they can't get something Oof. done now, they will never get it done. Right. And it's time. And we have kids. We, have, we think different. I, mean, I think about kid, people walking onto the uh, campus. Walking, and, and, and shooting your kid. And these mentally ill people that are walking around because we can't do anything to keep them in a facility. And they have guns. Right. It's like, it's so frustrating. I mean. You, when you go ugh. to get a driver's license, you have to go take a test. You got to take your picture to snap. You yeah. get a gun. You, do no you test, fill out no a license yeah, and you yeah, give them 175 yeah. bucks. Right. And, and, now, like, and then you, you have, a, uh, a, to me, a weapon of mass destruction. I, uh, I am a Marine expert uh, rifleman, okay? I'm highly qualified shooting uh, M16 uh, uh, pistols. And to me, the most boring thing in the world is a gun. I have three. I keep in my safe only because I don't want them in anybody else's hand. Right. But I'm never taking them out. Yeah. I have no interest in shooting. It was part of my profession, but like, and I just don't understand, like even with gun control, why cannot we come to like, okay, you can have a gun, but do you need, you know, a semi you know, like, what are right. you, you, you going to do with that? With that? Like, yeah, it, you know. it doesn't yeah. make any, my sister buys guns and she's really into them. And by the way, why. you and me agreeing, people are going to call up and say, Steve Wilkos, <laughs> you're an asshole. You know, we are, I need my gun, you know. No, but you know what? The fact is, I mean, I have family members that are into guns and they, my, my ex-husband bought BB guns, assault rifle BB guns for my children. I had a shit fit, no. but it's just that I, per- it's me personally because I have kids. You have with the same right. age almost as yours. Right. There's no need for. Listen, I'm all like, if you have that thumbprint, you know, right. thing and that safe, and you are living, you know, alone or for your own safety, that's fine. But like you said, no one needs a semi-automatic fucking machine gun. And here, like, and, and, for and what I, I guess for? I lost my train of thought there for a second. And and my point was. I've had the best training in the world with handguns, okay? The Marine Corps, Chicago Police. And I would not feel safe pulling a gun out in my house shooting somebody because I'd be worried that I would hit somebody in my or family. somebody. It's You know, it's like scary. if I shoot my own kid. You know what I mean? And when some people go, oh, you know, I'm trained. I'm like, really? Have you ever had a gun Circumstances pointed at you? Circumstances change your training. Ever, right. Have you ever been shot at? Being shot at, it's not like in a movie. No, where or you're, at a, you're at a gun range. Right. It's totally different. I know. It's terrifying. I've been shot at. I haven't. Thank God. Yeah. Knock on wood. It's, Please don't shoot me. It's ter- it's terrifying. No, I mean, you know? circumstances so, change like, everything. When people tell me, they're like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm a good shooter. I'm like, really? Like, you're a good shooter if somebody's shooting at you and you can shoot back and hit them. Then you're a good shooter. But to but stand and shoot at a paper target... Right. Come on. Sorry, no. Uh, yeah. But I do like those movies like with Liam Neeson. I was watching Taken. He's awesome. Taken. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I was like at the nail salon watching it and they tried to yeah. change the channel and all these ladies did not want to watch it. So and I was he's like, kind of like my hero <laughs> because now uh, he's this action hero who's obviously older. 
And I'm like, maybe I could be him. And he's not like super good looking. No. But he found he finally yeah, found, his, he found niche his niche. Because it took a while. Because yeah. he was like, you know, the guy with the accent, but not right. he wasn't super handsome. He was, and and, and was now he's a big star. Him. And now every he does the same movie over over and over again. But I want to see them all. Yeah. I love them all. I, I love action movies. I keep getting the chills. On that note, I just want to say thank you so much for Thanks being for here. Watch me. the Steve Roca show on Channel Five. When is it on here? It's in LA. It's on KTLA. It's on at uh, 11 a.m. and five. But if you go to stevewilkos.com, it's a syndicated show. They'll right, check perfect. your local listings. Okay, watch it, and he's on social media, so don't look for him there. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.